everyone i'm your host chuck davis and with me this week are mike hergert not chris and this is craig well this uh was a pretty i mean a very a highly epic episode um this this might not be an epic podcast to match (laughs) Since we are diminished crew and there's... Man down, hungover, technical difficulties with HBO. <laughs> How about that, people? Oh, we could... Yeah. The internet was none too pleased with we that late start. delayed for, what, a good half hour? 34 minutes. I mean, who's, who's counting? Oh. You had a little timer? It was something like that. It was a little yeah. more than that. I wonder, I wonder what the... I guess we haven't looked to see. Did they give a reason? I don't know. We Volume, maybe? That'd be weird that the volume would be more for this episode than any Who any knows? of the other ones. I, I don't care. Everybody got their dad's HBO for Father's Day, so <laughs> maybe yeah. Root cause analysis. They had the Ramsey Bolton uh, John Snow special. If you're a bastard, you get free HBO for this episode. <laughs> you're a marketing genius. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we start off in Marine? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That that's what I was hoping that they wouldn't leave us hanging, mm-hmm. uh, since that's where they ended off last week, and they did not disappoint. They still had some some budget available for some serious siege engine action and dra- plenty of dragon action. Yeah, I was wondering what was going to happen there. I mean, I I assumed that dragons would be laying waste to boats. I I was I didn't understand why all three dragons were focusing on one boat well they wanted to uh, they wanted to salvage salvage as much as they could but at a, they want to prove a point there's a lot of unspoken sort of like it's almost like the dragons have esp or something right you know yeah they, maybe it, maybe maybe drogon's kind of the whatever drogon does maybe she the talks other, to the other two do who knows she uh she when she emerged from the flaming hut at vase dothrak she was like a fully formed, fully realized, most badass Targaryen person, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's like, like when when she when they were riding back to Marine, and she kind of walked off on her own and returned with Drogon. That you know, it's almost she just had this sense of did she commune con- confidence somehow? Yeah, yeah. It seems like maybe she's almost. It's not warging exactly. They're kind of just bonded by. She like just, a rebirth. I mean, she's their mother in a way, right? Because she brings them to life, I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, so there's some there's some connection. There's a connection there. Well, I mean, her connection appears to be primarily with Drogon, uh, but it, it seems psychic to me. It seems or borderline. You know? Right. It's when she was unsure of herself, the dragons were restless and untamed, mm-hmm. and just her having 
purpose and confidence somehow has brought the dragons to heal. Now, when the other two dragons emerged, was that just coincidentally they happened to break a hole in the wall that they just exploited? Can we assume they got excited because everything was going nuts and Drogon was out and, you know, Big Brother and all the excitement? I would have liked to see her march down and swing the door open and say, go get them. Hey, maybe, maybe they needed, maybe those precious more few seconds were just unavailable in the episode. Yeah. Well, there's lots of little things in this episode that just seemed like, I don't know, not lapses in logic necessarily, but they just didn't, there, there's, it was like frustrating, like you sort of expect people to behave a certain way. Like Sansa tells John, you know, don't give Ramsay what he wants. He's going to set you up to, uh, uh, you know... So just be ready for a trick, and that all goes out the window when Rickon's in danger. Right. And he basically, you know... Just gives in and charges just and does exactly suicide. the, the yeah. opposite of what... Yeah. Right. And it's just dumb luck that they survived. He didn't know that the army of the Vale was coming. Right? So, I mean, yeah. Why why would she not offer that up? He basically just played into Ramsay's hands completely because he was overcome with vengeance for his brother. But why does Sansa not tell John that she wrote a letter to... Why not tell... Oh, we're going to have a couple more thousand dudes That's, and like... That is strange. Well, it, just assume that she sent the bird and was hoping, but she didn't know for sure that Littlefinger would respond. And honestly, I, I don't like the fact that it's Littlefinger that saved the day. Somehow I don't feel like he deserves to be the one that you know pulled this victory out. Well, they didn't hype it. He didn't even have a line. I mean... They panned by him once, so I think they did try to minimize that. So he basically was giving Sansa what she wanted, but still, I mean, he has the strength in Winterfell, and that doesn't seem right. Yeah, because, I mean, he has the largest surviving army, because he just kind of comes in at the end to clean up, so... I mean, everything... If I he mean, wanted to, he could just, I'll, you know, he's I'll, got... Yeah, he does have the power. Right, but I... I guess I don't feel like story-wise, Littlefinger's gonna be Littlefingery, and, right. and and you know screw people over. Well, next as week, is his want. like they showed. What do you you know? I want I want what I've always wanted, or whatever he said. Yeah, he's like you don't know what I want, which yeah, we all know what he's wanted. But he he hasn't. I mean, handing her over to Ramsay should absolve her of any, you know. <laughs> inclination to give right. him what he I guess wants. they're still going to just do the he didn't know thing like eh, you know he, whoops <laughs> it's yeah it's problematic it's a little disappointing it's, it's not clean yeah well they've been playing faster and looser with so, certain sort of logic and that sort of thing I think as the show gets more popular and they get bulletproof I, I, I bet it's almost completely unavoidable as a writer or showrunner I guess. I feel like they cut some narrative corners just to set up this big battle episode. And they certainly pulled out all the stops production-wise. Right. It looked great. Oh, yeah. And it it felt horrifying. I mean, it was gruesome. I would say that battle scene was in a class that only also maybe Saving Private Ryan is in. As far as the... Braveheart or something. POV, like, sort of real. They did a good job at making you feel like you're suffocating, too, under the... Yeah, out of the corpses. That was. I found myself taking a deep breath. You know, like. Yeah, I was like, oh, so Jon Snow's just gonna get you know, yeah, like trampled to death by. Can't get a breath in. Man, just it sure seemed like run over. Second. Yeah, but that would have been the the least 
romantic yeah. deaths of the, of the show. I mean, so do we think like, because I mean, you know, he rides up there all alone and then is kind of the first one to take on the attack. I mean, and the producers in the little after, you know, it's like he's just lucky. But I mean, in terms of the story, is he, he, also re- is he stupid? Re- is he really just lucky or is he... Well, they, they is he well? They I said mean, so. but I mean, is he also destined in a way to not like? Mm. Destiny is tricky. I mean, he already died once, right? Uh, and Melisandre was prepared to bring him back as many times as she's able. Even the most religious people in the show. I'm trying to think if anyone has has uh, like uh, alluded to destiny or that there's a predetermined anything. And it seems like. You know, Melisandre's just standing by doing the Lord of Lights bidding as she gets it. She admitted this time how she doesn't know anything. She just kind of acts on it when she gets it. And, it's and if not, it works, then... Well, no, that's not true. I guess what, what was the, the whole Lord of Light, The he will come again, like, reborn... What was the... What am I thinking of? Azor Ahai. Yeah, right. The prince that was promised. So that, I guess rises that's... from the ashes. Destiny. But outside of that, I mean, it's pretty... But he's not necessarily that character i think right daenerys is meant to be as or a high i suppose who the, also rose from the ashes yeah but the uh, princess that was promised it's like that simpsons episode the how to feed 40 humans where they keep blowing which was dust based, off the uh, based on the twilight how to, the book. Yeah. how to serve man how to serve 40 men how to serve four 40 men <laughs> that's not right how to cook 40 men how to cook how to cook humans <laughs> <laughs> how to cook four humans how to cook four 40 humans yeah well, <laughs> yeah it's just like that <clears throat> it's a cookbook <laughs> but danny and asher we're gonna need to get a room oh yeah so for a minute there she said I she's guess, up for whatever yeah i'm i'm kind of sad that they did the whole cock eyebrowed girl power thing three times they could have done it once yeah you know but they kept being like Oh, I had a bad dad too. <laughs> Me too. I mean, well, well, like everybody there had yeah. a bad dad. You know what I mean, though. They were very like something. Danny says, "We all, we all, all of our fathers were bad men, but we're going to try to be good people now." Right. And Yara's like, "Oh, but really? Yeah. Do we? We, right. we, I don't, yeah, we don't. We yeah. don't want to be good." She was almost imperceptibly nodding, like, "Yeah." So is that supposed to be her warming up, and then her saying, "We won't rave or rape anymore"? Is the complete reversal of her whole personality for her whole life? Just to strike the bargain, like okay, we'll be good. Well, here's your let ships. me get my Iron Islands the and Iron then Islands. I guess and, she just because when she goes back to the Iron Islands and says, "Okay, listen, if this all goes according to plan, <laughs> like I've got some good news, and I've got some bad news. No more raping and reaping. Um, they'll, yeah, that's not going to work. It's yeah, Danny's not into it. So, and when you meet her, you'll understand. <laughs> yeah, they'll want to reave her if they follow suit of their old ways. So, right. So, yeah, they 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 made an example of the one ship. They preserved the rest. They killed the two masters. Who were, I mean, they're like, they kind of point out the one. Oh, he's he's really not one of us. I mean. He was lowborn. Yeah. Well, no, don't don't say that. That's the worst thing to say, I think. It's so like, are we supposed to assume that they're going to end up with 200 maybe ships compared to the Iron Islands estimated 900 or 1,000 that they're working on? Is that is that how many they'll, they they'll never get there? They'll never make that many. They won't. I mean that they just won't get that far. I don't think this preempts that. 
But there will be. They talk about the plot line going forward, though. We'll see. Do we? Can we anticipate like a naval battle upon their return? Maybe you just said it won't get that far. Well, I know, but uh, what do I know? I mean, Euron <laughs> has to do something. He's gonna he's gonna show up next season. He's to definitely do, gonna to be do a something. Player, yeah. yeah, he'll have to do something. But I mean, he'll just get killed, as far as I can tell, <laughs> or die trying. Unless what? he pulls out that dragon horn. That's that would be interesting if they did that. If if he is it too magical? Yeah, I don't I don't think it'll come into play at any point. What's gonna happen? With the uh, the battle to come, I mean, there's no that the wildling army is eliminated. There are no more giants. Uh, there's just a handful of people. There's the army of the Vale that they what convinced to go bolster support at the wall for the White Walkers. Well, I don't see still, a little finger going along with that. It, I mean, are all the houses of Westeros going to unite in you know to battle with the the menace from the North North? If that happens, I mean, there's still hundreds of thousands of people on the continent, right? Will Daenerys have her opportunity to claim the Seven Kingdoms before she has to face off with the Night King? Mm. Maybe. Will she sort of, will she have her victory and then turn around and have to fight for all of humanity? Where's the clash going to be on the mainland, the big one? Is it, how far north is it going to be, or is it going to be in King's Landing? Well, you know, got to be some King's Landing stuff. We were we were trying to figure out what Quyburn's little secret was that Cersei was asking about, and uh, the internet answered it for us. I think is that wild, about the wildfire? Wild savvier people suspected, and 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 so Tyrion laid the breadcrumb for that this week by talking right, right. about the wildfire caches all over. It's almost it's almost for sure now, you know. But is Cersei going to pull? Is she going to light that fuse? I mean, maybe she just lights it under the sept of Baelor. Which could lead right. to the whole city burning down. Could. Just to save her skin. Would get her revenge against the sparrows. I could see that happening. Mm. And if King's Landing is just I could torched, see it happening. And that makes better legend than it would make on-screen copy, I think. And her kid dying in the in the mix. Or would it be a thing where the White Walkers advance to King's Landing... And, and then, they, they draw upon the wildfire caches to defeat. That would be a classic ba- uh, fire and ice. I mean... I feel like we have to see winter come. I mean, to all of the Seven totally, Kingdoms, not totally. just in the north. The long night. Yeah. That that has to happen in order for them to overcome it. Chris, what do you think? Oh. I think... This, well, <laughs> that's how Chris talks, I right? I we you let him go. <laughs> okay, do we, do we want to break down the battle a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So they face off. Well, we get, what, should we talk about the little terms? So anyway, there's a battle, and. <laughs> there's a pre, pre-meeting, to the pre-battle meeting, I mean. Pre-battle amble. Kind of, so, I mean, John challenges Ramsey, he's like, only one of us really has to die, we can, you know. Ramsey's too smart yeah. for that. So that and he that, knows he'd get, yeah, his that, ass kicked, probably. I thought John was. I guess John is not diminished anymore because, as recently as two episodes ago or three, he was definitely still fresh from rebirth and very weak. Ramsey says the thing like, "I've heard all kinds of stories about you. I hear you're one of the greatest swordsmen of all time." I was like, "Really? I thought you would hear stories like, aren't you dead already? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you you get killed? I I didn't. Everybody at the wall hates you." Then he says something about if you surrender now. We'll reinstate you in the Night's Watch because you've gone AWOL or something. Yeah. 
I mean, it it seems like I don't know the 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 fact that he acknowledged he was some kind of great swordsman. I don't know where he would have gotten that from. Nobody, there's nobody in the north spreading rumors like that at all. <laughs> They're sending birds to uh, Winterfell. Oh, Jon Snow, he knows some people who killed some White Walkers. Man, <laughs> he's amazing. And I mean, in terms of Ramsay's life, I mean, John was a nobody. John was not never on his radar as a threat until last episode, right? Or maybe he heard a few the, episodes ago. All the stories it, after that. It was a couple episodes ago. Maybe he when just he had sent the letter around. He sent a lot of ravens. Man, I'm bummed that all the wildlings are dead. Torment's still alive though. Barely. One wildling, he has to stick around just to... Just to marry Brienne. To leer at her some more. (laughs) I liked in the uh, little battle planning tent scene, he didn't understand anything. The pincer attack. The pincer attack. What was the other thing John said? Oh, yeah. The more elaborate definition of a pincer movement. Yeah, well, they can't attack us from the sides. He's just like, good, good, good. If I was if I was one of those troops that had to spend all night digging the ditch for them all just to run away from their defenses, <laughs> I would have been a little peeved. And why didn't uh, Rickon, you know, initiate serpentine. a serpentine? Yeah, all he had to do was, I mean, know, yeah. just run backwards, run backwards, Easy. wait for the shot to come, and then he's got a fifty fifty chance of going, or you know, I don't know, he's got better odds moving either left or right after that arrow is loosed. Then just yeah, just wait for the forward. shot to come and then run to the side ninety this, degrees and then it's it's like it's like you know a bad horror movie where you know you're watching the person do the stupidest thing <laughs> and and you're screaming at the screen you know just don't open the door don't go back in the house you know don't well they never portrayed Rick on as particularly yeah. intelligent they didn't portray him as anything <laughs> right. except a victim. I was worried that somehow John was going to get shot with the arrow instead. Cross my mind that would yeah. be a I thought, yeah, that'd be a sly Ramsey move to draw John out and then Kill shoot the him instead. First, first fucking thing. <laughs> but uh, but I guess Rickon is actually more valuable. The political alive, right. Right. so yeah. Sansa is starting to understand some things. I think. God, she really dips in and out of it, though. Sometimes she does, and sometimes she doesn't. This, I mean, I guess calling in her one sort of ally credit. Is is her first shrewd move? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess uh, just rallying this army to begin with was her first, and then cashing in her little finger. Her, um, yeah. They they should have, like I said before, they should have just kept gradually and slowly moving her up from when she helped talk Littlefinger out of his his legal troubles because she was super shrewd that one episode, like three, two or three seasons ago, for one episode, and they should have just been like, okay, here's your new. You're growing up, you're getting it. and they You're not stupid no, anymore. They, did, they didn't ramp it up at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, they undermined it completely with the whole handing her over to Ramsey thing and her going along with it. Right. it, it there, there, there was a, a, a character arc there that they wasted. I was proud of her after that episode. Like At the end of that, I was like, right on. Like, with the black dress walking up. down the Was it stairs? that episode? Yeah, Maybe. I guess it was. Yeah. But no, they just, like so many things, um, it was kind of abandoned. But I think her, you know, seeing her little satisfied smirk walking away from Ramsay as he's being devoured by his hounds, which was the perfect way to finish him off. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of for the four TV where the the hounds weren't already out there, right? 
Oh, the doors were just open this whole time, and they're not even out there sniffing yeah. around. Nothing, well, there's yeah. how many things were for TV like that? <laughs> yeah. Every All every yeah. army the that whole. ever storms in it just just at the right moment. The dragons breaking out of the wall just at that particular moment. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff, especially right. with Danny's character. Yeah, she's. <laughs> She so yeah, she shows up just as they, they cater. They're attacking well. last week, so yeah. but it was pretty That's, it was satisfying to see Ramsey get his face bitten off by the dog. Aye. But we were gonna go step by step through the battle or kinda rehash. Yeah. yeah there's more to talk about. Yeah. Um Well, so I was gonna say, um though it the more I think about it, the more frustrating it is that Sansa didn't at least clue John into the possibility that reinforcements were coming. So don't waste your army on a fluke. She could have saved maybe a lot of lives. That's that's the part that doesn't ring yeah. well with exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only part really just Because she basically Yeah. I mean it seems like they show up just because that's when they showed up. That's when they got there. But if they would have waited if they would have said, Let's have this battle like an hour later, right. guys. If, well, I mean, if they knew there was a possibility that those troops were coming, they would have waited weeks. Yeah, but sure. yeah. Now, but Sansa didn't know it. She, all she knew was that she sent a raven. Well, she should have at least shared that with them. I, I they, agree. So completely. they could factor that into their plans. Uh, yeah. So that I mean, the only person, the only people that benefit from her withholding that information are the showrunners. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Not any fictional character. Not us. Not the viewer. So those all those lives are on their hands. Right. I mean, well, shit. I mean, yeah, they obviously held it back because just yeah, because but I mean, it, it was just like sucks. <laughs> we as viewers knew it was coming. Right. right? right. It was foreshadowed heavily and uh I mean, it was said outright. It wasn't foreshadowed. <laughs> it was so heavy-handed the way they played it out like, you know, all is lost. All is really lost. Oh my god. Even one one can't break through that shield wall. And and John's getting buried underneath those corpses. I was like, well, shit, maybe they're just going to have Ramsey win. Yeah. <laughs> Let me finish. And then they just kind of circle around the whole phalanx. And yeah, the phalanx just, was, was cool. They said, yeah. that was, they said that was something from ancient Roman. Rome, yeah. Roman Hannibal's victory Hannibal. over, right. over somebody. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Words, historical words. The it Vandals, was Carthage. I don't know. It uh, maybe it, it didn't ring true to me though that that the Boltons would have that particular battle tactic, but uh, tactic. Oh yeah, the phalanx the, move, the shield wall approach. Why? Because um, it. I don't know. It's so it's such a signature sort of uh, ancient Greece. Well, I think, Roman. I think yeah. the whole idea of crushing their enemy between two pointy walls is pretty Boltony. You know, pretty. Like, uh, I mean, it would be terrible to go that way. Yeah. No, I, I guess I just don't think of, um, I, we haven't really seen, like, shield tactics deployed, and it doesn't seem like the House of Bolton would be the one to innovate it. Well, this isn't England, you know. It's Westeros. <laughs> right. A whole different thing. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, the, and the, 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 the wall of corpses? Yeah, those were uh, stacked they, pretty high. I don't know that they really could have conceived of that as part of their shield wall plan. Like, you know, everybody will fight in the middle. No, they had enough to go all the way will be piled. We'll, we'll have to assume. They had yeah. shields three deep. They could have, I suppose. We'll say. <laughs> the, the, yeah, I don't know. The bodies piled was So what was the, was the whole 
them making it seem like the good guys were actually going to maybe break the wall out a feint to make people who had been reading the internet or people, well, not, you wouldn't even have to read the internet for that, but pe- make people think, oh, maybe, maybe the Erie company isn't coming. Like, you know, how they kind of rallied, like you said? Yes. Yeah. Is that what that was for, to try to Because everybody thinks that they weren't coming. I mean, because, I mean narratively. <clears throat> narratively, you, nobody you want, knows they're coming. You want it to look like all is lost. Right. So that it really is like, oh, my God, we're saved. But I, it, in my mind, I was just like, okay, I guess they're really going to double and triple down on all is lost before they finally uh, right. do but, it. But we have... We have forgotten in a sense after the horror of ned stark at all we have forgotten that george R. R. martin really can and will kill anybody off at any time like we we're insulated from that now right because he can't now like he did then at the end of season one book one season one whatever and he threw everyone off balance and everyone if you remember back then people were around the water cooler just like what the, what the fuck like people were really angry like some people stopped watching the show like <laughs> Um, but we're we've recovered from that, right? Well, we know that John Stark's not going to die for real, really. John Snow, John Snow, and um, some others, right? There are certain people that just. Well, I mean, now that we know that anyone can be brought back to life, uh, <laughs> any anyone could die. I suppose that's true, but they better not lean too heavily on that. I mean, the, this. this Season John was resurrected, and in a way, the Hound was resurrected. I mean, he was left for dead. I for sure thought he was dead in the book. Well, we we also we got used to it real quick when we said maybe um, um, Stannis was not dead. We entertained because we didn't theory. see him die on screen, right? Which is really just a cool way for them to you know like sword slash cut to black, right? But there was no reason for Brienne to let him live, and certainly no reason. Or, or or hint of possibility in her character to brag about having killed him if she hadn't really done it. Right, right. Uh, we didn't see the blackfish die on screen either, but I think we can. Yeah, it sounded like take their word for it. Um, but you know, why so many off-screen deaths? Do they just as a well geez, a way to hide? We've had our share of plot. gruesome on-screen deaths yeah. too. I mean, the red wedding. Jeez. I mean, you think a think a main character like Stannis would get a. Get an on-screen yeah, death. I would have. Yeah, but maybe at that point we were so we as viewers were so disgusted with him having murdered his own daughter that uh, we were just done with him one way or the other. I was I was never yeah. disgusted with him. Oh, you were never disgusted with Stannis for killing Shireen. I mean, he he didn't kill her. He he, he let her be killed, but <laughs> he was confused. He 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 was he, under the bewitchment of a. I don't Red know. woman. I, I don't feel like we ever got the sense that Stannis wasn't making his own choices. He was weak in that sense. Yeah, he. I don't know. He was a tough character. So, what do we think of? Obviously, uh, Davos finds the uh, little. Was that a stag? What I is think. Sta- that... What did, did Stannis not know about the business with Shireen? Stannis? Davos didn't know. Da- what did I say? He he. If you nobody remember, ever he told stormed him. off before anything really happened but he knew they were about to do it right or or was he uh, we've had this conversation in an earlier episode but what was he sent back to castle black by stannis for some reason like the night before well i'm with you i thought that he for sure knew i thought that somehow like he, he was there right up to the point enough that he 
knew it was going to happen. He didn't want to witness it, so he left. But then no. someone else said, yeah, Mike saying, no, no, he, was, he wasn't aware. And from what we saw this episode, and especially the flash forward to next episode, he definitely didn't know. Because he now has renewed vigor, or not renewed vigor, just for the first time he's now accusing Melisandre straight up of, of doing it. And it's, it's because he found it, went on a walk and found the thing, right? Yeah. It seems that way. So... I don't see how so so else. presumably he just assumed that she was killed along with the the whole camp I guess um, and not sacrificed and, and pointlessly and I, I mean what so well in the I show f- did he feel like did he try and kill Melisandre earlier he came at her with a knife didn't he that's why he was imprisoned on right. Dragonstone okay uh, I don't know how far he got with that I, I feel like they just sort of knew that was his intent. Like, he never really made his move. In the book or on the show? On the mean? show. On the show. I don't feel like he went after her. He did in the book, though, didn't he? I yeah. thought he... he... tried to, like... They tried and poison her? I thought he tried to... Or stab, stab her. her. Try, yeah. He was. He was, went up there with his blade and was going to try and So save, save wasn't he just thrown in the brig for insubordination or something on the show? I can't remember. I think she had seen in the flames that he would try to do it and told Stannis that it was coming and Stannis threw him in the prison to prevent or it from happening. They made a plan and Davos said, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, I think, I know he was definitely not going along with their plans. Yeah. <clears throat> but was it on the show? Oh, was it because of, uh, what was the kid? It starts with an E. Gendry. Yeah, but in the book it was where they needed to sacrifice the Edric, kid. Edric, Edric Stormborn. There was a problem with that. He lets him go, he, basically. He, he sent him off with a boat. Yeah. Yeah. He's on a boat. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like that very much. Yeah. But uh, wasn't it Melisandre herself who talked Stannis into releasing Davos? Yeah. And uh, that and that's another weakness where Stannis was like, okay, whatever you say today, I guess you're free. <laughs> Lucky you. And So that was weak. Him letting Shireen be sacrificed was weak. Yeah, he was... It, I mean, yeah, whatever nobility or, you know, character that you thought Stannis had was undone by that decision. And, you know, the fact that he died half an episode later, I guess, is fitting. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out how much who has proper claim, who's a proper claimant to the throne should matter to me and how much it does matter to me. And I'm not sure that I have a good handle on either of those questions, you know. Well, I think from the, you know, from the very first prologue chapter of the first book where you know that there's a you know the dark evil of the others is waiting so that all the petty squabbling among the kingdoms of men means nothing in the face of the real threat it sort of undermines the idea of even caring who sits on the throne because it's pointless whoever ends up there is going to have to figure out how to save the kingdom from something that they don't well, aren't prepared to deal with. Maybe just underscored the importance of it then, of who's going to sit on the throne. Well, true, that's true. But but I mean, the idea of who deserves it, um, it's tricky. It really is just who can claim it and hold it, right? I mean, that's what it is pragmatically. But is that how it you know how it should be? Um, well, I mean, I sure I don't know. Who, Careful, because now we're talking about real life too. <laughs> Well, that's just it. Yeah, I mean, the person who will do the best job at it is not necessarily the person who wants it the most. In fact, it probably isn't the person who wants it the most. <laughs> Almost by design, yeah. And so the only people in Westeros that have a shot at it are the people that want it the most, not the people that would do a good job at it. Uh, the closest we came to that was Tyrion when he was the the hand of the king because he had no shot at it, and he was part 
of Team Lannister, the bad guys, but he still did his best to, even though he made some kind of you know underhanded choices and some threats and extortion and all, it was all in the goal of preserving preserving a peace and protecting people, innocent people, even though they all hated him. <laughs> but I mean, Daenerys's whole arc is such that I mean, she wants it. It's it's hard to understand why she wants it so bad, except, I mean, it's her birthright, and she's imbued with this kind of magical destiny. Well, isn't she the most for-the-people potential throne-setter that we've seen? Yeah, clearly she she's, yeah, the, she's, uh, having, having freed the slaves and stuck to her guns about that, um, you know that she's going to try to be a just ruler. Right. Um, once she gets there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess we're rooting for her to come out on top. There's still probably an element of revenge to her whole reasoning for the Westeros. Maybe, thing. but I mean, she's got a Lannister on her team now. Yeah, she, but a Lannister who hates his whole family, right? Or so, killed right? them. But yeah. I mean, and Tyrion just told her in this episode that, uh, you know, Jamie murdering her father was to save... King's Landing, right? That's she true. didn't want to hear it, but uh, but she did. So that'll that'll sink in. Well, Tyrion doesn't want to be on the on the throne. The the another person who might do well at it who doesn't want it, you know, who, Tyrion. Yeah, uh, true. He, I mean, but his most useful role is as a he can't be politician. the He can't be the face of, but he can be the. He wants to be like a little finger right. guy. Well, right. maybe little finger maybe wants to be. According Does to, he want the throne? He said he wants the throne. According to him, right? he 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 wants to settle down and start a vineyard. No, oh, no. Well. I, th- I mean, he's he's some arbor gold. He's he's held the reins of power in King's Landing, and it went horribly wrong for him personally. I don't see him desperately wanting that again. Um, but being able to be part of helping Daenerys has given him some purpose. Uh, and you know, and it, she with the dragons behind her is awe inspiring. You know, she's got all these people following yeah. her now. T- it, Tyrion's a great hand. She's a she's a good leader. But I mean, they're going to win something that they don't really get to hold on to because they're going to leave. Winter is coming, and yeah, uh, but and you know, I used to think that the battle would ascent that they would somehow essentially hold them off at the wall, or it would all take place in the north. The rest of the kingdoms wouldn't necessarily be exposed to this show what's might end pan out with winter covering all the lands i mean it it might end that way who knows that the good guys won't win right well yeah maybe but if they do it'll be some a, a sort of back to nature bent you know what i mean uh you, you <laughs> mean to the all, earth. all the humans will die and then the children in the forest come out of hiding and they get to frolic again maybe <laughs> if you were george r r martin you were about to die <laughs> just go for a weird <laughs> what would you do? A, the weirdest most convenient ending well most inconvenient ending well i think he appreciates subverting expectations and uh kind of pulling the rug out but i don't think he's that sadistic that he's gonna have his whole arc just be everybody <laughs> dies and loses and the bad guys win the end well but that's i mean you said doesn't matter all this petty squabbling because because you're all become well it be, means that become part of the Night King's army. It, it's right. pointless because if what if, what if the whole what if all the Seven Kingdoms were united 
under and there were no more wars and there was peace because well, there was just one they'll be faction. temporarily united in the face of supernatural well, death which would happen if they're all become part of the night king's army there yeah. would be peace there would be right? peace uh, ultimate peace join us it is bliss except for there's no join us it's just <laughs> we're going to mow you down yeah. and then that's that but i mean so if the night king's army just ruled the whole land i mean you don't think the show's going to end it would that. just be you don't think the show's going to end with the zombie versions of all our favorite characters or maybe the night king will win and then uh the whites and the others set about establishing a new society <laughs> maybe no sounds better than what the, everything that everyone's going through now it's just, right. a, just another theory. Fine, that probably won't happen, but it might. Well, we saw we saw Yara, Yara basically sell out her whole culture just to be on the winning team. Um, I'm sure. I mean, they can't go all that way. Same. And I mean, I mean, if she doesn't agree to that, what's her? She really doesn't have any other option. Her uncle's coming to kill her, so she's got to team up with the, get somebody to back her, no matter what she has to. Right, sacrifice. but they have real. Real good stuff to offer. Though. Yeah, they have good bargaining ships. chips. Yeah, I mean ships. the Iron Islands. What's that really? To yeah, big big fucking deal. But Tyrion, nice for Tyrion to warn though. What if they all win independence? They can ask. They're a good balance. Yeah. Those two, right? Uh, who else? Uh, I don't know, like. Uh, what what's Littlefinger gonna do when the Walkers are coming? I mean, all of his machinations. Open a brothel for the Walkers. <laughs> I was gonna say some, join them. I don't know something. <laughs> Undead hookers for you guys. Well, that'll work out well for him then. <laughs> are we gonna Are we gonna see Bran again this season? I, I think we have to. Next season seems like it's all King's Landing. Well, not next all. next week. Or ne- next week. I was like, whoa! You're really predicting up. No, yeah, I saw a, there was a a raven that flew over a snowy place. That was not a raven. Well, it was, it was a bird. <laughs> it wasn't black. I sure fight, 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 fight. But that could be up north where Bran is, and maybe they just didn't. But it did preface like a Jon Snow. How many eyes did it have? And they probably didn't tease everything from. Yeah, you know, I bet there's a real art now to showing when they flash back. Like they flashbacked for benefit when Davos gave Shireen the little horse carving. So that was important, you know, this episode. But I bet deciding what not to put. In that is also a real showrunner's art at this point because it said they're not going to. Re- they didn't release descriptions of this episode in the next one, like online. Yeah, there's certain usually re- there's reveals. a little synopsis or something. Oh, okay. There's certain reveals that they definitely is something is very like. Here's a here's a good example. They didn't flash back this time to Littlefinger saying we're going to go up there. You know that would be obviously right stupid yeah. to do, but. I'll bet there's all sorts of subtleties with that where they're like, well, we don't want to tip our hand. Well, so we know that in the next episode, either Cersei... It looks like Cersei's trial is going to happen in the Sept. Well, we saw Loras, right? We saw, we saw, Loras, we saw Loras sort of kneeling knees, and, kinda, yeah. and begging forgiveness of some kind. He has to confess that he's a homosexual, which I guess is a problem. For the sparrows, um, and Marjorie is. What does she have to confess? Is she free and clear now? 
Mm. It's, it's just Loris and Cersei that still have to answer for who their got, sins. Who got forgiven for combining the crown and the and the and the religion? Marjorie, I guess, basically. Yeah. Did she? Is she out of her walk of shame? Yeah. Yeah. Did we ever? Well, have we decided if we think Cersei's going to out anybody? Try to if Cersei confesses that her children are the product of incest. That could be a big shakeup won't because sp- Tommen really has no power. Then won't right? the Sparrow already have an answer for that? Just like he had an answer for stuff a couple episodes ago, he'll have Presumably, something. Presumably, I mean that—that's what they want her to say. His answer for trial by combat was no more trial by combat. So then his answer is well, okay. Then I'm afraid Tommen doesn't have any right to the throne, and I, then we as the faith will hold it until such a time as a worthy person. So never. I think that's right. the idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he essentially rests complete control. Yeah. I think that's what he's aiming for. And I think Cersei knows that. So I think Cersei wants to blow shit to high heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so she, no I can see her sitting. But I mean, if she's in the high sept, maybe she'll admit that shit. And, and that'll all go down. And then once she's out of the sept, Does, she, she'll, she'll be walking away from the sept. The oh, camera will be on her. Walk away she's going to pull explosion. up a remote detonator and press it, and she's going to keep a straight face and just walk oh, slow motion, like True Lies, like like a bunch of movies, like yeah. everything. That she won't flinch. That would be great. Then we'll just cut fade to black. That would be a good way to end, end the, of season. the season. Oh, let's just blow up the high sept. Yeah, but not Cersei like I slow said. walks away. No, she slow walks away, trying to light like a, a fast fuse. <laughs> Ooh, I don't really want that to happen. I kind of want it to happen. Because, I mean, after that, what really matters what's happening in King's Landing anymore? That whole, I mean, that just has to get taken care of. The, the whole that would do sp- it. The sparrows and... That would do it. The just faith blow it all has up. To be, has, has to go away. Blow it all up, and then Cersei, you know, ends up killing Tommen inadvertently or purposefully. Or vertently. Advertently. Um, and then the, you know, the fortune tellers... Comes true at her at her own hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So then, what does she do? Well, I'm, she doesn't have any children to fight for anymore. Are we all ready for the? We're ready for the High Sparrow to be gone. We all are, right? He, he's yeah. he's gotten very smug and very. He's just preachy. as he's, he's just as bad as anybody else on the show. Yeah, that's that's true. He beat he beat the system, but uh, he can still be beat by wildfire. He can't beat the fire. I I I feel like that's what I'm pulling for to happen for with that. Not only that, I think that's what is is going to happen. But the mountain has to get away so that he can die at the hound's hands at some point. Right. Uh, Cersei has to get away because I mean, she has to live. Well, there's to the, no getting getting yeah. away from the mountain. He's he's not in any danger. Well, he can still burn up. No, nah, he won't. There's going to be a real strong division somehow <clears throat> between people that sh- she meant to have die and people that she didn't. Right. No, I, I don't think she wants to kill the mountain. I'm just saying, if the whole city burns out of control, that anybody could die. Yeah. But we, but narratively, the mountain has a, a future death that's not that. Right. But the sparrow and Tommen could die in that way. I feel like Marjorie has to live. Yeah, probably. But uh, I don't know what purpose she would serve if the if they just blow it all to hell. And I then, mean, she would does, be queen. Does so, she? But does she have to you, live? You would think Cersei would want her out of the picture. To, yeah, because if, if, if she's dead, then Cersei's the queen again, right? Marjorie is another strong lady with whom Daenerys can form a partnership. 
she can say, you know, I, I grant you the strength of Highgarden. Mar- Marjorie could die. That's a possibility. Anybody could die. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that before. I don't know what what else. I, I don't know what else she has to do. She can't be queen if Tommen's no longer king. I mean, we're we're well, leaping ahead, making making admitted. some assumptions. But I mean, we all know Tommen's days on the throne are numbered. Yeah. Prophecy aside, he's not the worthy ruler of Westeros. And uh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Is there is there anyone that can sit on the throne besides Daenerys? Is that a possibility? Um, John, if he's a Targaryen, but right. he, he doesn't want that. Right again, yeah. Are we going to see? Are we going to see a, any more Tower of Joy before the season ends? Uh, I mean, do they tease that and leave us hanging until next early next another season? season? That'll be a later reveal. I'm pretty sure it'll be a, a last minute surprise. Like who who is worthy to sit on the throne, and then Bran will come forth and say, "Hey, I know somebody." <laughs> It's Danny or the Night King, but yeah. well, I mean, it'll be it, maybe it'll become revealed after John develops his intuitive relationship with a dragon. Maybe they'll dissolve the political system. <laughs> no, they can't do that. <laughs> with Waldo, the whole place goes tribal. <laughs> the whole place gets tribals. <laughs> Everybody get your tribal tattoo. I don't know. It'll be. They're so far off the rails that are inspiring us to think about stupid stuff that probably won't happen. I mean, they did this to us. Yeah. Okay, well, let, let's dial it back to the reality of what they accomplished with this episode. All right. Um, Stark's back in Winterfell. Banners coming down was cool. Banners yep. coming down. But, I mean, that I almost was like, is that going to be the Vale banner? Because, yeah. who? I mean... <laughs> After all of that, there's like two Starks left. Oh, you thought that might be Littlefinger's sort of not pull. No, no, no I, did, he, I didn't really that think would be that. Too heavy but handed. but I was like, who's left alive to unfurl the Stark banner? You know, Sansa and John <clears throat> each unfurled one. <laughs> I mean, uh, Sansa. I just feel like Littlefinger. Little knowing Littlefinger, you know, he's not a savior. He's a backstabber. Well, yeah. we'll see about his. He's as I mean he's not as bad as Ramsay. How, how in love with Sansa but he's is untrustworthy. he? I mean, n- not in love with her enough to use her as a bargaining chip or to not use her as a bargaining chip. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, I anything that happens with Littlefinger from here on doesn't really make sense. So anything could happen. Is he going to just be a good guy now because he's in love with Sansa? Everyone can't suddenly now be a good guy like they're saying. People like Asha Yara and. He can't be a good guy now. I mean, it, they, uh, essentially, they are. They just joined Teen Team Wolf, Danny. Team Teen Wolf, Team Team Wolf, Team Wolf. Well, I mean, well, so we just lost a really major bad guy this episode. The uh, worst. The, the, the worst guy. They built him up to be the worst after Joffrey's death. Yeah. Who's the worst now besides the Night King? Cersei. The Night Cer- King's not bad. Cersei's pretty bad. The mountain. The mountain is a monster. Yeah. Um, he doesn't count. You're on. But anybody, on. I mean, even friendly members of the Brotherhood Without Banners can just turn into mass murderers at the You're right. on drop is, of a hat. is pretty bad. Yeah. But he, we just don't think it too much because he hasn't had much screen time, but he's not good. Yeah. He's, he's definitely bad, but... He's be, a family killer. The lack of screen time doesn't really... It's kind of the same thing with um, uh, Rickon. Like, how 
I mean, uh, on the opposite. How side. bad do we feel oh, like that? How, how bad do we feel that Rickon is dead? We, we didn't when, get close when he all. had zero character development. Right. We just knew he's a family member. We want him to live. You know what? I bet they tried to have some sort of scene or a couple scenes with him where he we he made us feel that way, but he just didn't seem like a very good actor. Maybe they were like, oh, this just isn't working." I don't know. I mean, even a, a bad acted scene to build up a little. That that's a perfect example of where they didn't do what George R. R. Martin would have done. They really if he was going to pull the rug out, they should have had some scenes with Rickon doing some planning or scheming or thinking that he's yeah. got the upper hand or that he's going to do something and then he dies. That's more of the gut shot. That's the red wet wedding moment. Right. Well, but but instead it was just like, hey, okay, we've got this extra Stark character we don't know what to do with. Let's just kill him. So we, we didn't feel John's. John mad. We didn't feel John's passion because we don't care about Rickon, which makes us. That's why I said earlier, oh, John was just being stupid. But if that was Arya who had got killed, I would have been like, "You mother, get that motherfucker!" Right. Like yeah. God, you know, I've been on my feet. I mean, that's why I just feel that Rickon has the opposite destiny in the book. Like that, like he's kind of an ace in the hole for him to come back and have a heroic moment. That's the only thing that makes sense for them to kind of keep him under wraps for so long because if you keep him under wraps for so long just to bring him back and arbitrarily kill him that doesn't have any emotional impact agreed right so you might as well just not bring him back at all just yeah reckons something happened just yeah. like the the packs of wool like they, they could have the done wolves. it other ways and almost any other way would have been more inspiring but yeah i mean it screen time wise and and maybe that's what it comes down to is is you know plot threads have to fall by the wayside and it's more expedient to kill off characters to eliminate those loose threads than to give every character their narrative. It, arc. Sure, sure. It is kind of interesting that Sansa was telling John she was. I mean, she basically said Rickon's not going right. to survive, and John's like, "Oh, how can we give up on our well, yeah, our that, brother?" That was kind of which thing. that would have been more of a Sansa thing to say, you know. Yeah, season, Sansa, any other season Sansa except was, this episode was right all episode long, but she wasn't helpful <laughs> at any point. Yeah, yeah. There, uh, let me just keep everything a secret. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when she said that, I was thinking, all right, so the battle's hopeless, and we can't save Rick in any way with through battle. So the not logical conclusion to me would be like we need to do some sort of magical supernatural rescue mission. Let's scale the wall with one one in the night. Let's uh, uh fuck it. I'll sleep with Melisandre. Let's get a shadow baby in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> that would have worked. I mean, that would yeah. have they would have saved all those lives. Right. I'm sure she would have been game. Yeah. You know, didn't she even ruin offer that at some point? Didn't Stannis beggar for a second shadow baby before? And she was like, not no, not again. <laughs> at one point in the series, come on, baby, let's let's do it. Come on, shadow give me a baby. shadow. Remember last time so effective but they didn't basically it's just like look i'm gonna go out there and be the worst possible field commander (laughs) and uh that's just what i'm gonna go with let's just see what happens wpfc but but then so sansa complains about not being included and then doesn't tell john anything about yeah he's like "Um, all right what do you got well i don't know you'll know just the stuff that yeah i'm gonna keep to myself i would i would like to It'd be asked. It would have been nice if I you would have liked to have been asked. Yeah, <laughs> and that would have been a great time to say, "Well, maybe Littlefinger's coming." Wait, what? What? And he's yeah, he's got like more than like sixty, sixty-three Nothing. people from Bear Island. You'll see. You'll see. 
Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Where, where was little Lady Mormont when she was, everyone in the whole battle died? She oh. treated with them. Her people were probably yeah. there. Oh, she was she was hanging out with Santa. I don't Not know. Not treated. She went up to yeah conference. Right. Whatever, whatever you call it. But uh, I'm sure her people were in the mix. Yeah, all 63 of them. Or her people were, but she. Where I mean, who's left to protect her? Well, if they're all dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, where she and Sansa were somewhere. She was in a tent. Where they conveniently hooked up with Littlefinger. She probably doesn't drink Arbor Gold yet. (laughs) She might. Maybe. Mm. Arbor Arbor Light. (laughs) Arbor Na. (laughs) Since we didn't talk about it, that that battle scene was pretty fucking epic. I mean, it was it was well done. It was cool. Yeah. Bloody. Oh, didn't you want to talk about the... Did you talk about the POV? Oh, I, just, talk about? I just thought that there's been plenty of good sort of heavy-handed violence in the show that may, makes you go, oh! But there's also been some stuff that was stymied, and I just thought that this was definitely one of the better... You know, They definitely put some time... Thought, I, fuck, all that stuff moving around with the scenes where there was just like... Someone about to chop someone off, but then they get run over by a horse, yeah, a horse. And the guy has no head, and then they get shot by an arrow, and then that arrow gets shot by a cannon, and then that <laughs> cannon gets... No, okay, well, you know what I mean. That whole sequence, are you, you're talking about uh, just following John yeah. as all the sh- all, all hell was breaking loose all around him, Man, yeah. and he's like just sort of dodging the action here yeah. and there, and then picking out a few targets, and almost getting killed, and then getting saved by some random guy running through. There, there were a couple pretty long no-cut scenes that i'm sure you know were heavily probably still cgi'd but yeah fuck good but effectively good there, yeah. there was at least one thing where john swung his sword at a guy on a horse and he was like propelled backwards <laughs> yeah which was like that was gla- i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about it was like he was probably like, flying forward at 20 barely, miles an hour <laughs> and then he holds his sword up at the guy like it's like he got hit by a backdrop <laughs> yeah exactly. it's up valerian steel there you go. <laughs> it's got anything that can explain it away. Got a little kick away. to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was one glaring mistake, but otherwise it was pretty pretty great. All right. Well, that's a good note to end on. We like the battle. Let's hope for an even greater episode. Great season. Season six, episode nine. We like the battle. Yeah.